This is Todd Wright. This is your Tampa Wind Cup podcast, formerly known as the Todd Wright Lightning Playoff Podcast. It is presented by Brandon Legal Group, huge supporters of Todd Wright Tour Golf Tournaments and the Todd Wright Family of Podcasts. 844-4BLG4ME. When you are in need of legal assistance in the greater Tampa Bay area, you call Brandon Legal Group. They are a full-service law firm. You need not do any homework on what type of law they specialize in, full-service law firm. And you need not live in Brandon nor work in Brandon to call Brandon Legal Group for the free consult. 844-4BLG4ME. 844-4BLG4ME. I took the guys from Brandon Legal Group last week to Pin Chasers for lunch. Pin Chasers also presenting sponsor of the podcast and supporter of Todd Wright Tour Golf Tournaments. Anthony at Pin Chasers has been giving me free bowling cards and cyber bowling parties for kids and uh, office bowling parties as prizes to give away at my golf tournaments. And now I'm happy to talk about him on the podcast. The Brandon Legal Group guys and I enjoyed our lunch. We enjoyed our bowling. We just enjoy the facility. 50 lanes at Midtown, 40 at Veterans. Ray says there's 38 at East Pasco. I haven't been out there yet because the Midtown and Veterans ones are so convenient to my home near International Mall. I always see people having a great time at Pin Chasers. Uh, The staff is attentive. Uh, There's no charge for shoes. The pizza, as Bengal Ralph told me, is excellent. It's very clean. It's a very clean facility once you get inside. Jerry Seinfeld once said, there's no such thing as fun for the whole family. I think Jerry's right. Pin Chasers is pretty damn close. Three locations to serve you. 6816 Gale Boulevard, 4847 North Armenia, 5555 West Hillsborough. Pin Chasers. I actually recorded three podcasts in the 90 minutes after the Game 3 Columbus victory and deleted them all and went to bed. So I'm back here on the mic before I go play golf on Monday. And I'm trying again. So I'm going to approach this podcast a wee bit differently. Because other than the third period of Game 3, which didn't look bad. It really didn't. First time it looked like that since the first period of Game 1. So if we're scoring it as a boxing match, the Lightning have won rounds 1 and round 9. So as we go into... If this is going to be a 12-round fight, which it might be, um, the Lightning are trailing 7-2 on the cards. Now, granted, they had a 10-8 round in round one, but at some point here along the way, probably in game two, Columbus had a 10-8 round. Um, So seven rounds by period have gone to Columbus. Two have gone to the Lightning. Now, to say they had a good third period, which I think they did, most people think they did, um, You know, one area where regular season hockey is like playoff hockey, most teams leading by two goals going into the third period win. Most teams trailing by two periods going into the third period lose. That actually is no different from regular season hockey to playoff hockey. It's simple math. So even with a good third period, down 2-0, odds were the Lightning weren't going to win that game. Is it something? Sure. Something or nothing, right? Is it something? Yeah. Does it mean anything? 
I don't know. So there's not a lot other than that from game three I can give you. So I want to talk big picture here. Take a little bit different perspective because I'm always trying to give you something different out there. Whether I'm talking hockey, I'm talking golf, I'm talking about society, my life, uh, fantasy football. I, I don't want to waste your time. So let me step back and talk big picture about something that I have followed for many years. And it's the consistency of certain people in sports, in the major North American team sports, who when it really, really matters, they fail. Now here was the list up until last year at this time. Let's just review last year's list, not just specific to last year, but really for a number of years leading up to last year at this time. Let's start with football. It was Marvin Lewis. I mentioned Bengal Ralph. Marvin Lewis, for many, many years, was the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. They just fired him a couple of months ago. I'm amazed they actually did. Marvin Lewis won a number of division titles with the Cincinnati Bengals. But amazingly, every time Marvin Lewis coached the Bengals in a playoff game, they lost. Didn't matter the opponent. Didn't matter if they had a lead. Didn't matter if they had Carson Palmer. Didn't matter if they had Andy Dalton. Didn't matter if they had Ocho Cinco or A.J. Green. Doesn't matter. The common denominator was Marvin Lewis You know that show, Parker Lewis Can't Lose? It was Marvin Lewis Can't Win. Seven times. No wins in the playoffs. Speaking of Cincinnati, Dusty Baker on the list. Baseball manager. Let's go back about 17 years ago. Back when I actually watched baseball. I actually even covered this World Series. Giants and Angels. Giants were loaded. Granted, Bonds was on something. Heck, Kent probably was too. Just my opinion. And Kent was a dick, like Barry was. No wonder they didn't get along. But Giants were loaded as a baseball team. They had a 3-2 lead in that World Series to the Angels. They had a 6-0 lead going into the final three innings in Anaheim. They lost that World Series. Dusty Baker... Then went to Chicago, and guess who was manager of the Cubs when they lost the Marlins and had the meltdown in the Bartman game? Yep, that was Dusty. Then Dusty goes to Cincinnati. Reds have their best chance to win a World Series since Jose Rijo took them there in 1990. And the Reds blow a 2-0 lead, ironically, to the San Francisco Giants and lose the uh, National League Division Series. Then, for some odd reason, the Washington Nationals, who just couldn't get over the hump in the playoffs, thought, you know what? We'll bring in Dusty Baker because clearly he's what we need as a manager to win in the playoffs. Yeah, that didn't work either. So Dusty Baker was on this list. NBA, it's James Harden. Now, I know many of you don't follow, don't care about the NBA, so let me tell you who James Harden is. For those of you who don't know... He's the other guy in the State Farm ads who plays for the Rockets, other than Chris Paul. He's the one with the long beard. Yeah, the whole fear of the beard thing. 
Harden in the regular season can drop 30, 40, 50, or more a night. Now, he does it kind of on his own. He wears a jersey with a team name on the front, but clearly the name on the back means more to him. It's also why in the all-star draft, I think he went seventh. Because if you play with James Harden, you don't see the ball. Prolific scorer? Yeah. MVP? Um, Okay. But in the postseason, you would think a guy who, when the ball's in his hands, can score like that, is the guy you want to get the ball to when you really, really need a basket to win a playoff game. And James Harden's not that guy. Last time I looked, uh, Rockets were blowing a 3-2 lead to the Golden State Warriors. Um, And then a year or two before, uh, James Harden, ball in his hand, had it pulled out of his hand as he attempted to shoot by a 59-year-old Manu Ginobili of the Spurs, who made it look easy. Grandpa Juice, they called Ginobili at the time. Harden doesn't get it done when it counts. And this time last year... The the hockey entry was Alex Ovechkin. And it was around this time last year, the Caps went down 2-0 to the Columbus Columbus Blue Jackets. And many said, here he goes again. Now, it was Ovechkin rather than a coach because the Caps have changed coaches so much along the way. Different coaches had been there. Ovechkin was the common denominator of the Capitals' consistent failures often against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And Ovechkin came into the league at roughly the same time as Sidney Crosby, so they've always been compared. And Crosby had multiple cups, and Ovechkin had none. And after that second loss at home to the Blue Jackets, it was actually Ovechkin who spoke publicly and said, we'll be back home, and we will win the series. And they did. And the Caps went on to beat the Penguins in the next round. And then come back from 3-2 to beat the Lightning in 7. Ovechkin scored on his first shot, ball game, in Game 7 against the Lightning. And then uh, they rolled Vegas in the Stanley Cup Finals. And Ovechkin was drunk for the next three months and looked like the Caps were kind of hung over for the first three months of the season, but they got it going now. Ovechkin's not on this list anymore. Unlike Marvin Lewis... Unlike Dusty Baker, unlike James Harden, he got off this list. And he got off it by not only winning a championship, but clearly showing leadership and producing in winning that championship. So we need a new hockey entry in there. Now, I know Marvin Lewis has been fired, but that just happened. And Dusty Baker hasn't managed in a while. And God bless any team that tries to bring him in to do that. But we're going to need a new hockey entry. And I'm not the only one who feels this way because Seth Kushner even uh, brought this up to me and Drew Garabo months ago. That of the candidates to replace Ovechkin and the Capitals on a list like this as the hockey entry, the number one candidate was the Lightning. And if you're going to pick a name to replace Ovechkin, right now I have two. John Cooper, Steven Stamkos. Because they haven't won. 
They are common denominators over this last five years where in the minds of Steve Eiserman and many people around the NHL, the Lightning have built an organization that is in a position to compete to win Stanley Cups, and they have none. 2015, losing the Stanley Cup Finals. 2016, losing a Game 7 in the East Finals to Pittsburgh. 2017, a lot of injuries, big push late, no playoffs. 2018, losing Game 7 of the uh, East Finals to the Caps. 2019, 62 regular season wins and maybe zero in the playoffs. And going out to the number two wild card, coached by John Tortorella. Uh, so until further notice, and I'm not really sure who deserves it more, We'll just put Cooper and Stamkos there together on this list. Stamkos, by the way, in Game 3. And you would think your captain, with Kucherov out, suspended, Hedman out, injured, eh, and other things, Stamkos as a captain would be like, okay, time to raise the level of my game. Uh, in his near 20 minutes of play, the only shot he took was a cheap shot on Nick Foligno once the Lightning clearly were going to lose the game. That was Stamkos's contribution in Game 3. We'll leave it at that, and we'll get you another podcast after Game 4. Uh, it's been sponsored by Brandon Legal Group, your full-service law firm servicing the greater Tampa Bay area. 844-4BLG4ME. Call anytime for a free consult. They are your full-service law firm. And by Pin Chasers, three locations in the Tampa Bay area, East Pasco, 6816 Gale Boulevard, Midtown, 4847 North Armenia, Veterans, 5555 West Hillsboro. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Pin Chasers. Thank you, Brandon Legal Group. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We'll talk to you in a couple of days.